up? That was different. Yeah. Well, I'm trying now that you've pointed it out. It was subtle. <laughs> I never do anything subtle. Yeah, well. <laughs> wow. I, I just run over something. Sorry. That's okay. I'm still eating pizza. Well, that was your choice. You said, hey, start it. Well, you said something that was very intriguing to me. Yes. <clears throat> you forgot something. Uh, you're, no, I was finishing this bite of pizza uh, and gonna I was going to go that route. You're going to swallow first? I'm finishing this bite of pizza. I should have waited for the drink. No, no, no. Now he's swallowing. I didn't get it. Sure thing. <laughs> Whatever. I tried, well, you, he's you, Josh, I'm Kenny. That's what I'm trying to make him do. This is random ramblings. Uh, so, thank you for being here. if you haven't here. figured it out yet, I'm doing my best to just tear him up on the intros. Nah, you're good. I've I've now adapted to the fact that you're not going to do it the same every time, and now it's a shtick. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So, now we have a thing. We have a thing? <sighs> sure. We have a thing. No, so, while we were having pizza, and yes, we did get pizza today, and... Um, we won't tell you from where. Just know it was delicious, and um, if they okay, are willing, I do realize to... that there is a such thing as bad pizza because sometimes they put pineapple and stupid little fish on it. Okay, but that see that's where I was going to start. Pizza's delicious, this one. <laughs> right? Pizza's a food group. It should be well because it's got you can combine of so them many... in it. Well, but you're able to combine so many different things, and how people with the uh, introduction of fusion cooking have turned pizza into a blank yeah, canvas. Taco pizza is awesome. Thank you, buffalo chicken pizza on also point as well. Awesome stuffed pizza, awesome. Mm-hmm. I can do this all day long. Right. And yes, folks, I realize a stuffed pizza is basically one big stromboli or calzone, and um, yeah. Anyway, they call it pizza, so it makes it pizza. So I feel like you pizza's just, calories don't count. By the way, had that, that was, our, had that conversation with somebody else. The, the gods introduced pizza, and I mean all of them. Yes, it was a collective. It was a collective. It they was were a all collective. like, "Hey, if we put all of this with some tomato sauce and some cheese on on some breading, uh-huh. and and bake it in this wood fired oven and get the crust all crispy, it's going to be great." And they were correct. Yes, absolutely. And I, I'm I'm very much here for the zero calorie concept, um, which it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything that's not good for you taste good? I don't know. Yes. It, whatever. Also, fan of stuffed crust. Uh, I think that makes yes makes it go I to mean, another just, level. Just pizza, really. As long as there's no pineapple or little fishies on it. Wait a minute. You don't like anchovies? No, I don't. Uh, have you tried yes. okay. anchovies? And, and first, okay. Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, and no, I don't. I don't like sardines either. Um, I'm and not a huge swimming in the ocean person i well that didn't come out right i'm not a huge fan of any type of seafood river food lake food um if it was first swimming and now on the plate it's a possibility i'm gonna say no now i do have the the stuff that i love the most i will eat flounder if i have to eat fish but i love shrimp oh mm -hmm. um i'll eat crab cakes but i don't want to eat crab and a lot of times some of the stuff that i don't want to eat is because they serve it in god's original packaging and no (laughs) I love that that that's that answer. Uh, uh, a lot of folks will take the argument of any sort of shellfish is it takes too damn long to eat. The yeah, satisfaction it, is not I there. Mean, if it comes to me still looking like it did when it got to the cook or when it walked to the cook, um, and then now it's looking at me and then you hand me this mallet and say, here. And then for crab, they also give you a nutcracker or something that looks like a nutcracker. And uh-huh. they here. And now all of a sudden I have to work for my food? No. I wanted to half off because if I'm going to do half the work, lobster tail, awesome. If you bring me that whole critter, you will pick the whole critter up and take it away. I will put a I will put a a, a napkin over it, and I will Are have a little memorial service, <laughs> and, and it's done. <laughs> um, and that and I was not raised eating seafood, so yeah, and it and it's I get you could call it a phobia. I don't know. I just don't want to crack open the back of what I'm about to eat. Understood. Um, and I, I probably would not be a very good farmer. Uh, I love pretty much anything that comes from a pig other than chitlins. Pig's feet. Okay, I've got a list. But anyway, I love say, ham. The, I love it, ham. I love pork. Pork. I lo- uh, but, I mean, there's limits. Uh, I'm not eating any. Oh, how was it put? Who said it? Guy Fieri said it. I don't really. I'm not a fan of the parts of the animal that had a job. Ooh. So liver oh, an and heart thing. and brains and, and right, right, right. chitlins and stuff like that, not a fan of. But if I actually had to go out there and pick the pig, 
and then tend to ending its life and then do all of the butchering. This is why I don't hunt. And you notice people, I'm kind of stuttering over all of this because he's I, grossed I, out I, by I'm, it. I'm, yeah, I am actually a little grossed out about it. I don't want to do all of that. Now, will I go to a butcher shop that just got it from the farmer and, and buy it? And he, absolutely. And I know it tastes better. And I, I know how to smoke it. I know how to cure it. I know how to do, hand, do take care of everything else with it. I just don't want to do the processing part. So I very much feel the exact same way. I love deer meat. I've had it. It's delicious. Certain cuts are better than others. I'll let you all have that debate. I'm not here to have that debate. Steak, same thing. Everybody has a cut of choice. I'm not having that argument. But I need the deed done. Yeah, I need my. The only packaging I want to deal with is the the cellophane that's on, <laughs> on the absolutely the styrofoam. So uh, that's that's all I really want to deal with. And I don't I don't mind honestly. Don't mind whatsoever going to the slaughterhouse, the butcher shop, whatever it's called. That's okay. And I know where my food comes from. I know they don't grow hamburger in a field. Well, technically they do, but I realize it comes from an animal. True. I just don't want to be the one to process it. So, again, I if, there needs to be a gap for me. I can see the animal walk from the field through the door and... I could walk into the other end of that building, but I need a wall that divides when they get from point A to coming out that door. I need yeah, to it, not see the process. Yeah, there needs to be something. If I were to see the process at the production facilities that we have in this country, and again, this is not meant to be political, it's just... The it's statement just, of fact. Yeah, it's just us. If you were to if you were to go, hey, let's go tour this meat packing plant. No. And I would and I'm, I'm gonna go, are the carcasses hanging in the refrigerated truck and they will just be wheeled off, or are we gonna get live cattle being herded in? And if you say live cattle being herded in, I'm gonna go, no, because if I had to do it, put a gun to the back of my head, I would do it one time. I would no longer eat beef. Probably, yeah. That, I can't. That'd be, that'd be that'd be me. Like chicken, I'd be done. Chicken, same way. I have in my head logistically figured out how this should work and how the process happens. The moment I see it is the last time I have a drumstick. Yeah. Just period. It's over. If you want Josh to be okay. a vegetarian, walk me through each of the places. Okay, so thirty years ago, brand new at being married. I was working somewhere that, you know, and 30 years ago this was a thing. I got a whole turkey at Thanksgiving from my employer. It was a gift. So, I, I not a live one. Oh, it, it was not like, still that's gobbling. That's sadistic but, as hell. I mean, it was, it was in, that is all sorts of sadistic. It had already been taken care of. It was ready to bake. Note I said it was ready to bake, not already cooked. So, here, here I am at 23. Uh-huh. The wife is 26. Neither of us have cooked. Now, this is 30 years ago. Neither of us have ever done this. So we made a couple of phone calls. Right. One to her mom, one to my mom. We compared notes. We read the directions. And by the way, there are directions. Yes. Uh, we opened the thing up, and all these little packets fell out from like, gravy <laughs> and stuff. Yes. And then we went looking because they provide certain parts that have flavor that only a few people eat, like the liver, the gizzard, the neck, the neck, and all of that is in located in different places. Uh huh. So here I am, elbow deep in the body cavity of a turkey. That's a big bird. Yes, looking for these parts. <laughs> it's in the from the body cavity. <laughs> I pull out the neck. Yes. So now I'm looking. Can't find the packet. Called a neighbor. Like, <laughs> where in the world is the gizzard and the liver? So she tells me, it's in the neck. And my response is like, okay, so already they've raised this bird. They've chopped its head off. Once You've they chop its head the off, it's, they <laughs> shove its neck up its ass and then its ass down its neck. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I cannot tell you how many times I dropped the damn thing in the sink. I mean, you did just walk. You did clean. Yeah, the we sink. cleaned the sink. Okay, but I mean, well, then it, you're fine. It was absolutely insane. Two people did not that love to cook did not know how to take care of this turkey. By the way, we've never done that again. 
The next year, I was working for the same place, got the same damn turkey. I gave it to my neighbors. Fair enough. Because it was an awful lot of work that we didn't want to go through. But we laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed at me elbow deep trying to find the neck of this turkey that they done shoved up its ass. Why didn't they just leave it where it was? <laughs> and then I had people like, because it, it it did not turn out all that great, which the first time you do something like that, just go ahead and, and, and understand it's not going to turn out all that great. Have it some steaks takes, on hand. <laughs> yes, it takes practice. This, Absolutely. We learned how to make turkey melts real quick. It takes practice Ooh. to get some of this stuff right. Okay? Just going to go out there. All you chefs that are listening, thank you. Thank you for going and learning it. Thank you for practicing your craft. I am an amateur cook. I barely should really Me say too. cook. But I understand Home that cook bef- is the current. Before, I got, before I got my pork shoulder to where it is, I blew some pork shoulder. I mean, I just basically ruined it. But you you have really? to yeah I over over rubbed it. This is really not going down How a good road. You? I put way too much rub on it and it got really more salty. And pork's already sodium laden. Okay, all right, all right. So, so as we were eating right. it, no, every bite tasted like we had you know yes. sprinkled salt on it, like you do a cucumber. Uh, I guess but, I guess with pork shoulder being so forgiving. Even yes, an I idiot mean, like me was able to pull off the I, first one in I learned in, wonderful I, thought. I did learn in that moment, though, that all the juice that's in the pan, don't get rid of it. Lord, no! Because, you know, it's like we, we kind of pull, we're, as we're pulling it, we're sampling it, and we're like, ooh, a little much. Flavor was there, but a little much. Yeah. Well, you know, as I was pulling it, I kept you know tossing it like a salad and all that juice and everything. It sort of washed some of it off, but it... It taught me to that that one right there taught me that it's okay to see some of the pork under the rub. <laughs> you don't have to really put the whole freaking. I buy it already it. done. I don't have my own recipe for rub, but you don't have to put the whole bottle on it. In other words, I'm um, I'm gonna pause right there. I understand the concept and the uh, the the pay. No, no, I don't. I understand the concept of generating your own rub and the satisfaction of of going, I've made my own rub for that pork butt. Look, there are people that do this for a living. They mass produce the stuff. Some of the best rubs I have had came out of a bottle. I have a certain brand. Me too. That I don't care. I do a mixture of two. Honestly, it's one of those, they did that and I'll buy it. And, that, and that's how I found the one that I use on my pork shoulder and my pork butts. I, I do it on the shoulders and the butts, and I do the same. I, I use both of those for pulled pork. And it, that's what it was. I was looking in that section where that brand is, and it's always segregated. Uh-huh. Always. And I picked it up, and I just read the title of it, and I went, that sounds good. Put it in the cart. Saw one right beside it. Picked it up. That sounds good. Put it in the cart. And I do. <laughs> you open my you open my my spice cabinet. You will see that I love that particular brand when it comes to steak seasoning, hamburger seasoning, yes, pork seasoning, whatever. These it's these, back to our again, branding discussion again. Yes, and there again, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they, there again, they these are trained people. These people have this education. They're putting this flavor palette together for me, and I'm good with that. Absolutely, I'm okay with it. When people are like, "Hey, what do you use? What's your recipe?" Well, here, it, yeah. Take a big whiff straight out of the jar. This is what I'm using. I love doing that. I just, I'm also one of those people that share my recipes. It does not have to be some sacrilege. Yes, I mean I'm with you. I do pumpkin pie from scratch from a real pumpkin, (laughs) and that is a process. Yes, you have talked about that. Is a process, and there's a specific recipe, and I'm not sure. I've never tried it. I don't think my recipe would transfer over to canned pumpkin because even though they're the same, they've been processed differently Correct. between the plant and what I do at home. But I, I've had people like, do you hand out this recipe or is it a family secret? Hell no, it's not a family secret here. Right. Because when I'm long... screenshots, have had it. Well, when I'm long gone, I don't want everybody sitting around going, oh, I really wish I could get Kenny's pumpkin pie. I want everybody going, hey, I got Kenny's recipe. How va- how vain is that person? Right? How vain is that person that's willing to carry a recipe I, to the grave? I noticed on Facebook, and I have to apologize to both of my cousins that did this because we didn't follow through, and we're sorry. But I noticed this year, right before Christmas on Facebook, a couple of my cousins were like, don't just send me a Christmas card. Send me your favorite recipe in the Christmas card. Oh, that's amazing. And I, I love that. We really we really meant to. We we honestly meant to. But by the time we got everything ready because we were traveling at Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Of course. It was done. It was over. And we're like, ah, oh, crap. We forgot to. 
Right. But and, and that is an amazing idea. That is a very I amazing love that idea. idea. Um, I know some people that um, recently lost a grandmother, and they got the cookbook. The cookbook. And I mean, they're telling me about this, and I'm drooling. I'm like, right. you got your grandma's cookbook? Really? Can can a brother take some screenshots? Can we send this to you know that internet place that turns everything into a book? Can we scan these in? I got a scanner. Is there a place that does that? Yes. The same place you you get your pictures. Like you know, if I got, I did some coffee mugs for Christmas. I sent my picture. Really? And get. I didn't know that. No, I'll give you the link. It's it's basically a photo processing. Internet site. Of course. I I just didn't realize they would. Oh, I'm totally going to do that. Yeah, you can scan it in. I mean, I, I, we got our first experience with this place is our daughter did graduation photos from high school and made us a book. I, I know, and my wife and, is I mean, it more looks than like capable. A, and it looks like a coffee table book, like one you'd put down. But yeah. Anyway, back to you know, we've got we, you've got all these people working for these places, putting these blends together. Use them. Yes, use them. And by the way, for all you people that, oh, it's a family recipe, share it. Because when you're gone, it's gone. No, I, I my mother-in-law 100%. had some stuff she did from memory. We have been fighting to find some recipes that come close and we're having a hard time. It's probably lard. <laughs> Probably straight up lard. I can tell you she was phenomenal at making biscuits. I can make cornbread. I can't make a biscuit. I can make nope. hockey pucks. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I am, make a biscuit. I am a cornbread but. aficionado. Also, uh, that's all right. I was in my 40s before somebody was like, hey, serve your cornbread with chili beans. What? Excuse me? See, my grandmother Corn, is... Cornbread goes with pinto beans. No, really. Do your chili beans and make cornbread. So I did it. Don't serve crackers with corn with chili beans anymore unless you look at me and go, hey, I don't eat cornbread. Of course, the first thing I do is want to see your psych papers <laughs> if you don't eat cornbread. I, I, that's a little suspect. <laughs> Something we decided the other day at work, too. People who don't drink the milk out of the cereal bowl. Suspect. Ooh, really? Yeah. The one, hang Suspect. on. Hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I, not I got, a good idea. No, no, Run no, no, away no. from those people. No, no, no. Hang on. I We need to set parameters for this. If we're going to invent this etiquette of people that you should and shouldn't associate with, right, we, this we is need how to cereal the, works. First no, of all, I know how cereal works. First of all, it's a big bowl. Never a small bowl. It's always a bowl, a big bowl. Life hack. Mine, mine actually have pictures of cereal on them. Yes, I did that. Yes. Anyway, they're, and they're I huge. I knew we were friends so for pour, a reason. You pour cereal in there, and you got to leave like an inch because the cereal is going to float up when you put the milk in it. Equal mass so display. Exactly. First things first. When you finish that cereal, whatever milk's left in the bowl, you put more cereal in on top of. Then you add enough milk to float it again. Now. That's two bowls of cereal, which is way too many already since typical cereal is a one-cup serving. You've right. already had nine servings of cereal by now. Right. But when you finish eating that, whatever milk's left, you drink it. You don't pour it down a drain. Okay. So I'm with you, and I would like to up your cereal game. Okay, up it. For just a moment. Do it. And then get into a different Dare piece you. of this. Okay. So, you... I, now, I understand... Breakfast, people have their own procedures and this and that and the other, and there's coffee and whatever. If time. Or mimosas. Yeah, or however you serve <laughs> your breakfast uh, 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 calories. Once a year, it's okay to have a mimosa. Uh, that's breakfast. fine. But if time permits, I would encourage you to do this. You're getting up Saturday morning, okay? You know, you know you're an early riser, so I know yes. you have time. Yes. I want you to take the cereal, put it in the bowl, put it in the freezer, bear with me, go take a shower for the day. Get yourself as ready as you plan to be for the day or whatever. Take your morning shit. I don't care what you do. What? Give it 40 minutes to an hour in the freezer. The rationale for this is twofold. One, the milk always stays ice cold because the bowl is your vessel. Number two, adding that little bit of, I'll call it freezing action to the cereal, you will have crunchy cereal throughout the bowl. Now, you in this two-bowl wow. concept, <laughs> I, the, face, the look on his face right now is the best. Well, see, I'm sitting over here, and, and here's the thing. You're going I'm through the cereal. this to having a frosted mug for a beer. Yes! 
it, it, because it's, it's the Saturday same morning thing. frosted the, mug. The, the the beer stays colder if you put it in a frosted mug. Absolutely. Well, it stays colder longer. And it doesn't water down. And it doesn't water down. So if you were to put your bowl, if it is of glass or ceramic nature that would take to freezing, if you have a plastic bowl, you're probably not going to see the oh, same. I results. can switch up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's go with your concept there. So if you do that. That will take your cereal to the next level. I'm looking forward to a book report of your findings in the near future. On top of that, here's where I'm going to not take issue with what you're saying. We just need to put in exceptions to the rule if I can make that argument. If you're going to do this, there are cereals that are all-around good cereals. And I'm going to throw it out there. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is cereal number one. Period. Top of the list. It makes good milk. It does. That's that's the key it to me. It makes good milk. It's that's good like the, start the, to finish. The cocoa cereals make chocolate milk. Right. So, you know, I've never had one of those. Like, and I've never had a Cocoa Puffs or a Cocoa Krispies. The, the, the fruity cereals actually make the equivalent of, like, strawberry milk. I mean, it's a little bit different taste depending on the cereal. But right. you, you get a real sugary, sweet. Right. So, there are certain milks, though... The, the cereal itself is delicious, but the after milk is trash. One of those, for me in particular, is Lucky Charms. Now, I don't have it often, but Lucky Charms milk is terrible. I wish they would do marshmallows only, which now that I've found through Amazon that you can buy a bag of just the marshmallows from this, and I don't have to worry about eating this cardboard pieces anymore. So, I don't live that I, life. <laughs> I think that's the thing that... that I. I love that cereal, right. uh, but I love it for the marshmallows. Right. If, if I had to eat it without the marshmallows, it wouldn't happen. All right. Uh, but and I and I think part of it is the whatever it is that they and I, I don't know right offhand whatever the the cereal actually is made out of cardboard doesn't really go well with milk. No, no it doesn't. Um, it's almost like instant potatoes. It yes, but that's very get, accurate. If you get extra marshmallows in a different bag, you can make better milk. So I'm wow. It's almost like we're using cereal to make milk. Right. It's not how that happens. No. God, but if it did. There's something that God. I've had straight out of the animal and not as good as everybody said it was. Because no. I'm not a huge, other than cereal, no. I'm not a huge milk fan. So I, That's fine. But to me, I would like an exemption to your must have it. Because if I'm going to have Lucky Charms, there's a better than average chance I'm being rid of the milk. Am I going to have to punish myself after what I hope is a good bowl of and cereal? You're just going to have to worry about all of us milk drinkers or cereal milk drinkers not wanting to hang out with you. Are you really willing to ruin a... If I'm drinking ten, 9 out of 10 and Lucky Charms milk is the 10th, you're still going to put me if, on the outs? If you're psychotic and you're trying to make me think you're not, you're going to drink that milk. Really? I'm giving him shit just Even to give him shit, folks. No, if the milk tastes bad to you, throw okay. it out. No, that's fine. But I just... I. I agree with you. If the whole, it should be an experience from the moment the bowl has something in yes. it to the moment it's empty. But here's the thing, and you also just said that more than likely you're only going to eat what you can get—the marshmallows, which is what you like out right. of that cereal. Well, so, now that I'm an adult, yeah, I have chan- found ways. Chances around that. are you're not going to have that whole bad milk anyway. Chances are you're loving the cereal you're, you're right. eating, and you're going to love the fact that taste is still in that drink. Well, but being able to buy the the bag of the marshmallows online. I can make any cereal have marshmallows. Exactly. Frosted you want to know what else the, you can do with frost- any cereal? Make treats. Yes, of course. Because oh, yeah. the recipe stands for just about every cereal Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Now, uh, granted, that one is like the best, but, you know. Oh, no, have, it's have not. You, have no, you it's used, not. Have you used the cocoa version of that in a treat? Have you used the Fruity Pebbles version of that in a treat? Yes. Okay, then. That's your best. I still one. like the original. That's your. No. No, 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 no. The Fruity Pebbles one is the best. <laughs> the Fruity. I am with you. If I, w- I will not turn it down. Hell. For Christmas, I got one of those yeah, giants. I ate a good point. You did. I ate several pieces <laughs> <Right>. of that. <laughs> so there's that side of it. I wouldn't turn them down I if actually, they were in front of me. I did they would one be year, a preferred they, dessert. They put a box out at Christmas that's got different colors in it. I did that one yes. year. I did the cocoa one year. I did the plain one year. Um, I, I like those treats. Uh, no, period. Totally I like those too. treats. And then I found out, I can't remember where I found out, but I, somebody made it with a different cereal. And I'm like, whoa. Wait, <laughs> um, and now and and you know what goes through my head is the same thing that went through my head then. Is like, wonder if we mix equal parts of all the cereals I love. Do we get kind of a granola bar type treat? Ooh, I'm down for that challenge. And these dehydrated marshmallows you love so much, can we throw them in there? 
Yes, because they won't melt the same way uh-huh. out of the bag. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If anything, make sure they're the last thing in. So make sure they're the last there in the you pool. Go. All of your favorite cereals. Oh my god! And one treat. Oh. So now, folks, he and I are in our head trying to figure out when we can get together and cook. Yeah. Well, we that's because while we're bread. waiting for the pork shoulder to be done, after we each do one, after we each rub one with our favorite, probably the same brand. Mm, I don't know oh, we'll about see. all that. But anyway, I actually I, I use a rub in my meatloaf as I, well. I mean, they've got a they've they've got a measurement like a, a tablespoon per pound, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I, when I do my meatloafs, I let them rest, yeah. just like I do my pork shoulder, pork butts, Throw everything like that. Yep. So I will put a tablespoon of that over in my meatloaf because I like for my meatloaf to have flavor other than ground beef that got cooked. So on on that same token, we have gotten. Because I've gotten the smoker, and, and I'm not going to go into the, the... We've done some of it anyway, but... Yeah, but come on, there's going to the, be return trips. Yes. The rub has become... We all know of that particular buffalo sauce. You put that yes. shit on everything. Yeah. I have a couple of rubs because the world has expanded to not just putting rubs on barbecue. You felt like barbecue used to be the only place you could do that. And now it's really expanded... To the point where you can do anything. I I, I must have done that a, a while back because I, I... I didn't say it was new. I mean, I, I throw stuff in, like if I'm going to bread chicken, which I use an air fryer now, I don't deep fry, but I used yeah, to put totally. herbs and spices, salt, pepper over in the in, in with the flour. Right. Um, I've been doing pork chops, but my problem... Well, it's not a problem. Um, well, and I don't know, it might be. <laughs> I... I have a rub that I love for pork, but I only want it on my pulled pork. So Correct. I went looking for a different one for my pork chops or yes. my pork tenderloin, or and I look up recipes for rubs online for those things. So that, but the, my yes. problem is, um, what I'm scared of is everything you eat at my house has the same note or the oh, same taste, no. and I can't have that. No. I mean, I like to do chicken different ways, and I want each time I do the chicken to taste different. I like to do potatoes in different ways. And each time I do the potatoes, I want them to taste different. Yes, I know there's certain herbs and stuff like garlic that taste great with everything, but that doesn't mean everything that comes out of my kitchen needs to taste like garlic. Yes, and I, I, I find that to be the garlic, ginger, those are the overpowering ones where everything will taste just like that if you let it. Uh, but I have found a a rub that is ideal for anything and everything you put it on, and it's it's for lack of a better term, it's the increase in appearance of the powdered butter. Yeah. Well, my I mean, to be perfectly honest, that's that's what's been the most common that it's it gives it that. I don't know. It just you, bumps the you know flavor. You can soften butter and smear it on and use that to hold your rub on it. I could totally do that too. Yes. Um, Most of I the know stuff people I don't use need mustard it. for that. I use mustard as a binder on on uh, my pork, and I did it on a chuck roast that I did recently. But I, if I can get away with no binder, that's great. If I don't, if I need one, so far mustard has been my go-to. I have considered Worcestershire, but I feel like that's way well, see, like, over the top. When we uh, air fry the chicken, yes, we use a little dab of, of olive oil and we rub that on each piece of chicken. Well, so that's... that when we sprinkle the herbs and stuff on there, it stays on there. But you get a much crispier skin that way. Too. Yes, absolutely. So when you bite into it, you get a little crunch and and a little burst of flavor like mm-hmm. you would deep fried chicken without all the oil, all of the oil and grease. And and the EVO is actually better for the extra virgin olive oil. It's actually better for you. Yes, um, a little bit also. If not condoning not, everything you eat swimming in grease. No. Also, if you have not dabbled in the um, the flavored and scented EVOO, don't don't sleep on it. Yes. Okay. I mean, we <laughs> we have like, we, we have uh, the big giant and, generic. And we you put and that I, on everything. You and I've talked about this. Um, when we have time and we're together in the grocery store. There's a little more shopping going on. Absolutely. Now, sometimes when I get drugged to the grocery store by a tow chain, shit. and, you know, I got a gun to <laughs> the, the back of my head. And shit. <laughs> I will be honest. The grocery store is not my most favorite place on the planet. I will go if I need to go. I will go if I need something. Uh, we are in the same when I get We're this, too people And I already know what's happening. When I get this, hey, you want a blizzard? I'm buying. I know what's about to happen. There's errands to be run. She doesn't want to run them by herself. All right, yes. the blizzard is the gun to the back of the head because she knows I'm not going to say no to ice cream. That's the payout. 
That's so the carrot on the stick. A, a lot of times <laughs> while she's in the, exactly, uh, it's the little dollar bill. You almost got it. You almost got it. But anyway. Um, you got to be quicker than that. She, uh, <laughs> she knows what's going to happen. If I wander off, she knows where to find me. I yes. am either in the meat aisle looking for something on sale because now I'm in the grocery store and I've gotten hungry. Mm-hmm. And yes, I will buy the manager special. I will take it home, immediately freeze it, or immediately cook it because price. But anyway, um, she can find me in the herb aisle. And I will be standing there shopping like I'm looking for a pair of shoes or something. I'll pull it out, look at it, read the bottle, see. I mean, because they'll put it on the bottle. This is good with this, 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 and this. And I mean, I'm just standing there one at a time. You got all these little old ladies. And I mean, one come up behind me one time. She's like, well, since you're there, can you hand me some ginger? Blindly reached up, got it, because I knew exactly where it was. You had already been there. Just put it behind (laughs) my back. And I, I I, I feel these little cold hands take it. And I get this, thank you. And I'm like, you need anything else? And she goes, I need to know what you're looking at. And I turned around. I had a conversation with her. I was like, I love this brand, and this is one I haven't seen yet. And she goes, so what are you reading? I said, I'm reading a little brief thing of what's in it, what they recommend putting it on. And she looked at me. She goes, I've been grocery shopping all my life. And she was older than I am. And she goes, I never knew never that thought these pre-mixed things had, had that information on it. Oh, that poor and lady. I, and I looked at her. I said, Good have, you for ever, you. have you ever bought one of these? And she said, no, and I kind of glanced at her cart, and I saw some pork chops, and I grabbed one, and I, it was a small thing up, and I grabbed one, and I looked at her, I said, this will go good with pork. Just follow the directions. You I've sir, not seen her. I, I have not seen her again. I hope she enjoyed it. I've never seen the woman again in my life. But And, and this is what happens for somebody that says, I hate people. I will stand in a grocery store and have a conversation with a little lady about why I'm standing there reading bottles. I am um, giving you... Hero of the day. Well, I hope of I, all I hope I made supper better for somebody. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's possible that you know the sixty-year marriage she was going home to has been hating those pork chops for <laughs> fifty of those years. You never know. Yes, I mean, absolutely. Like, you have saved her marriage. I mean, again, <laughs> hero. You hear people say it all the time. It's like God, I hate her meatloaf, and we have meatloaf every Wednesday, and and you're like. Why don't you cook the meatloaf? See if you can make it better. Yeah. Which is what I did. My my dad did not like meatloaf. My mom would make meatloaf burgers. He'll eat it on a bun, but he wouldn't eat it like sliced and put on his plate. Is it still meatloaf at that point? Uh, I don't know because it's not what I consider meatloaf. Me but, you either. Know, she always just called it oven-baked burgers. As I got older and watched her put the meal together and I watched somebody else's mom make meatloaf, I realized it was, it was happening the same way. I just don't... I, do you so, get to call? I, I guess I'm getting into an ethics decision well, that I don't need to be a part of. You know, here's a, a chef would probably call it a meatloaf slider. The, I mean, you can make I, meatloaf meatballs. I mean, it's just it's yeah. well, that, this is what she was doing was making burgers out of meatloaf. I mean, yeah, she yeah, already yeah. mixed up the meatloaf. She just put it in patty form instead of. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess I, I, to it's me, a they're burgers. It at got that her point. the meatloaf she wanted. So what? Whatever matters, I guess. Totally, absolutely, one hundred percent. But see, I, I had this thing of when I made meatloaf the first time, and yeah, I, she's not listening. So those burgers were never my favorite. I always ended up having to dress them up pretty hard. So when I made meatloaf the first time, I actually read it out of a cookbook how to do it. I made it, and it was ground beef that had been baked. Yes, that had a boatload of ketchup on top. Yeah. Oh, I and hate. I hate. It warm was ketchup. horrid. And I, I first started cooking for myself, moved out of the house when I was 21. So I'm you know, 30 years down the road. I have learned that you can make meatloaf have flavor. Yes. You know, I put the rub in it, coarse onions, always onions, some green pepper. By the way, Absolutely. those people who say green pepper has no taste, it does add a level of flavor to something else. You, you may not be like me and like to eat it straight cut out off the, the plant, but, you know, I like raw green pepper. But anyway, um, I use different things as a binder in that to help with flavor. First of all, a little bit of ketchup, a lot of barbecue sauce. Because mm-hmm. the two flavors together create something. But in my current one, I we get flavored croutons. I will run that through this little chopper that makes breadcrumbs. That is my favorite because you get more flavor there. I add the rub. And Life all hack. of these things together Life are creating. <laughs> oh, dude, the first time I realized the binder could have flavor to it was when I was making meatloaf and I didn't have shit but Doritos. And it was Cool Ranch Doritos because it's my favorite. So I pounded them up in a bag because I didn't have this little chopper then. Put it over in my meatloaf. I was living in my apartment by myself and my meatloaf was phenomenal. And that was when I, 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 the light bulb went off and I was like, wonder what else I can do to doctor this up. Right. No, that's that is 
that is necessity is the mother of invention. And or I laziness, it just depends. Six of one. Because <laughs> the guy six that invented one. conveyor belts was lazy. Or he was the guy who would carry the heavy shit. Well, that. That doesn't okay, make him well, lazy. But my way's a better joke. I'm not here to make you funny. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes. You are. Wabbit season. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that would bring it to a close. Because no, we, we, we would we sit here did. for five minutes ago. I know. No. Yeah, we yes, would. We no. would. And we just spent 30 minutes on food after we said six episodes ago, we're not going to make this about food every time. It, w- it wasn't about food every time. No, it wasn't. We can actually. do it occasionally. And I don't, I don't know where. Did you have a. Where were we going with this? Did you I was have gonna, a direction? I was going to ask you in terms of preferred pizza. Like, is there anything quirky that goes on your pizza that doesn't go on anyone else's? But And you just pretty much said the things that can't go on there. Yeah. I Other than that, pizza is a yes for me. And okay. Whenever we're in a group and it's like, hey, let's order a pizza. Okay. What do you want on it? Whatever. And people are like, really? No. What do you want on it? And I'm like, okay. Everything but pineapple and anchovies. And yes, I also know that anchovies are the base of one of my favorite steak sauces. No need to call me on that one. A1. Oh, I knew. Yeah, I read I the just, back. I, I wish we'd I stop always calling it steak sauce because it, it will fuck up a good steak. A good steak doesn't need it. If you like the taste of it, though. I, see, that's fine. my th- that's my argument there. I like the taste of the sauce. I understand But I actually that. will use some steak sauces in other stuff, like meatloaf. I'm fine with as that. As a binder for the rub. I'm here for you all I mean, day it's, on that. It's, a thing, it's not always a thing of, Just oh, don't this, call it a steak sauce. It's call not it always a, sauce. a thing that, this. oh, I got to have sauce on my steak because my steak is horrible. Sometimes that happens at a restaurant. But yes, sometimes it it's s- a, because I have one that I just love, and I love the taste of it. I'll dip fries in it. Oh, yeah. Just stop referring to it strictly as steak sauce. Like, it's sacrilege to put it anywhere blah, else. Blah, blah, No, God, no. Use sauces wherever you want to use sauces. That's what... That's my point. Mix them all together. That Play is 100% my point. I don't care that you like it. I don't care that you use it. But I would like to think my steak is cooked properly, that it shouldn't need it, but... But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the oddball with pizza, apparently, because you can, you can satisfy me pretty much. I had a meat lover's the other day. Mm-hmm. That I think had every meat on the planet on it. It was piled up pretty high. Uh, yeah. Local local place, not a chain, and th- it was phenomenal. And they were actually sitting there. The people I re- I was eating with was like, "You like all of that on a pizza?" Obviously, have you ever had it all on a pizza? Um, and then <laughs> then you get it, and this conversation happens again. Well, I only like pepperoni and extra cheese. Okay, <laughs> you know, congratulations. And then somebody else is like, "I prefer veggie pizza." Well, you know what? If they'd put all the toppings of your veggie pizza on my meat lovers, I'd be even happier. It's a supreme now. Yes, because you know, and they're like, "Is there anything you won't eat on pizza?" Pineapple so, and little fishes. <clears throat> because first of all, I don't like hot pineapple. I know people do. I don't. So, but, so you know, if you're ever, if I'm in a group, I'm the one that's like, really, really. They don't go after the one that only wants cheese. They always go after the one that's like, yeah, whatever. I don't know why that is. Because they need somebody to authoritatively make a decision. That's the end all be all. Oh, so or they're gonna. It's upset almost you. the same thing as where do you want to eat? Where do you want to eat? Where do you want to eat? I don't care it's where you want to eat. I don't care where you want to eat. We did that I for need, fifteen minutes before we got pizza. I need that to be a definitive vote. I am trying to accommodate my guest. Okay, you are a guest so in my home. One of where you we chefs out there come to our city and open a restaurant called I Don't Give a Damn. So, so have then you, I always have somebody else <laughs> telling me where we're eating. So have you seen the menu? Um, there's a small chain restaurant, I believe it's up north, like an individual diner, that on their menu put on uh, the girlfriend special. <laughs> Is it two helpings of everything because she's going to pick it off yours? <laughs> it's So it, it, they actually list it as its own individual thing. So you can get the girlfriend special as a side. And what it is, is a tinier portion of your entire meal at an upcharge on a separate plate. (laughs) So they hand it to you. They bring you your meal. I love it. Somebody's a genius. I I think this is brilliant marketing. It kind of, it went viral for a bit. So now that, you know, you get like an extra chicken finger, some more fries. I mean, you get the whole thing. And when they bring it out, they set it at whoever's across from you eating. They don't bring it to you. They bring you your meal. 
And then, because you're not, you don't talk about it. You just sit there. You Nice. The lady makes her order because it's always ladies first. You order yours and you're like, all right, I'm going to have the chicken fingers platter and with fries and the girlfriend special. And they walk away. And then there's the bewilderment of, what's the girlfriend special? Can I have nice. one of your chicken fingers? I like it. And then as soon as you get there, they bring the plate out, they set yours in front of you, and then they take the small dessert plate of whatever your girlfriend would have taken and set it across from you okay, at her so place. I don't have to worry about that with my wife. No. One. I, I don't either. Um, and I, I, I'll go ahead and say it. She was not scared to eat in front of me from, from the first no. food date. But I, I have, and there were a few other people that were not insane enough to marry me, but actually date me uh, prior to my wife. And I had the one is like, are you hungry? We're, you know, and I'm, we're just out goofing off, and you know, teenagers, so it's going to be a fast food burger, right? But you hungry? No, not really. And I always got an extra order of fries, always, because it never failed. Not always. hungry turned into let me have one of your fries, and that turned into eating the whole flipping pack of fries. Yes. So I always ordered a second. I mean, I get the question, why are you ordering two fries? I don't, and this was before the upsize people. I'm that old. And it was just like, oh, I love fries. Before it's over with, she didn't eat a whole thing of fries. Right. Never, And I, I'm not one to share a drink. I always, what do you want to drink? I said, I didn't want anything. Well, you're bound to be thirsty. What do you want to drink? I always bought a drink for the date because I don't like sharing drinks. Yeah, not a beverage. No, I'm not. A, I'm just not a huge fan of that. No. Um, you, you will catch my wife drinking after me occasionally. Not a lot because she, she did that once after we were married and I just slid the glass over to her and said, that's yours now. Because, yes, we kiss. Yes, yes, people, I understand the mechanics behind a kiss and other things. But, no, don't want to share my glass. Will I share a beer? Yes, with my wife. If I'm drinking out of the beer bottle and a friend goes, can I have a taste of that? I'm going to go get a glass. Yeah. Or hand them the beer and go get another one. If I'm drinking out of a beer glass, I will just... And make sure you, know, you can sip off that side, but don't sip off my side. Right. <laughs> but I'm really picky about that, which most of my friends know that, so they know better than ask. So, but I, I'm just kind of picky about that. I'm, I have quirks, that's why I say my wife had to be insane to marry me. I don't think that's insane. I think that's fairly responsible in the grand scheme of things. Now, there are other stuff I'd call you insane for, but not that. Oh, I'm sure I'm, there's a list somewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your wife's got one. <laughs> yeah, probably. In a PDF, if I ask for it to email, I probably bet I can it's have like, it. I, she, gets, she gets eye roll exercises in daily. She gets she oh, gets yeah. her number of eye rolls in without a question. That's mm-hmm. that's Because, you know, what you guys are getting for about an hour, hour and a half, she gets consistently... So speaking of, of, of dating and, and marriage and, and uh, we had this conversation come up, so I'm kind of glad we've made it to the point of spouses. Um, now, obviously we all have celebrity crushes. If you don't, you're a liar. Not only are you a liar, you're an effing liar. And uh, so that's fine. All the things I say on this show, he says effing. Eh, well, in this, when I get heated, I'll say it. And I'll say it a lot in casual conversation. But I'm trying to be respectful because some of the people that listen don't use a ton of profanity, so I'm trying to be semi-appreciative of those folks. Thank you for that. Fuck. Um, <laughs> That's good. But there there has been the old adage of the free pass. I don't believe in the free pass because jealousy is a thing. Um, I don't like to share. Um, however, the joke would be made that If you think you like this person so much, go ahead. Just remember, you're going to pay me alimony from their paycheck when it comes to celebrities. Okay. So, we were. So, if you were to, do you know who your your wife's potential free pass would be? Uh, He's gone, but the only one she's ever mentioned was Burt Reynolds. Really? Yes. She has had a huge crush on him from day one. And I'm not saying that there isn't. I mean, she went to see Aquaman, and I remember hearing her mumble, nice ass, at least once. <laughs> so um, He I, just got he just separated, M- by the way. Momoa might be on the list, but you know what? He's if, available. <laughs> if I'm going to have to give up my wife to somebody, hey, <laughs> darling, don't think it's weird. I'm trying to be best friends. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, but it's the only one she's ever ever has been burnt. 
Uh, also, in case uh, your wife, who I know is listening, needs a little more incentive to be a fan of Mr. Momoa, not only is he now separated from <laughs> Lisa Bonet, he is living in his friend's front yard in a camper. <laughs> nice. Wow. We can, so we can already be best friends. I don't have to worry it's, about it. Well, it's a $750,000 camper. But. Well, you know, mine's not that much. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, just in, I can I'm, I'm not trying next, to ruin it I for you. I can slum it next to Aquaman. It's not a problem. <laughs> um, my wife is in the same boat you are in a lot of instances. There is a particular country artist she has always been a big fan of. Uh, that would be uh, Luke Bryan. So there's that side of it. Um, do you have one? The, me? Yes. <laughs> you have to ask. I, mean, I haven't said it enough. I may not have said it enough around you. I don't know. Um, I would have to honestly and for truly, if I were, you know, straight up, just yeah. If, if it walked up and said, "Hey, you want to do me?" I'd be all over it. Maybe that wasn't the way it should have been said. I'm going to get a restraining order. <laughs> Reba would be my fantasy. She's my, yeah, she's my. <laughs> she is my fantasy date. Um, and she's the one that I, I actually told my wife as a Reba McIntyre ever walks up to me and says, Hey, Kenny, let's go out. I'm sorry, darling, but I'm not married. I, and I'm, nothing and wrong I'm with going that. out and yeah. I, I have always thought she was an absolutely gorgeous woman. And yes, I would go out with her in a heartbeat and I would not even ask her to sing me fancy. She just I have mean. to talk to me because <laughs> that accent's real. <laughs> uh, and fun fact, fun fact, it, we could, we could, hey Reba, we could do this for our birthday because I was born on your birthday. Oh, oh, your kindred spirits. Yes, I was born on Reba's birthday, and Lady Gaga was born on my birthday. Now, all of y'all that need to think about that, think about it. Josh is looking at me like, how's that possible? Reba's older than I am. I'm older than Gaga. Mm-hmm. So I was born on Reba's birthday. Gaga was born on my birthday. Correct. By the way, Gaga, if you want to join us on that date, really? she's a good-looking thing too. Really? Yes. Have you seen the clips for? The, have you seen the trailers for the new movie, the yes. Gucci movie or whatever? She is a really good-looking woman. No, I just those are two very, very different individuals. I like all sorts of music, which means I'm watching no, all I'm sorts of you. different videos and stuff. But I'm with you. Yeah, I would. Yeah, um, she uh, Gaga actually started to hit my radar with American Horror Story. That's that's pretty much um, hotel she was is the a, deal. Yes, and she is a, an absolutely outstanding looking lady, and she's just as talented as Reba. Sorry, I'll accept the restraining order, restraining order, Reba. Just saying, but see that. But I took that down a oh, different road, though. But yeah, Reba did. would be my fantasy date. Okay, so I'm. I don't feel like I have a type, but the more I say this out loud, the more it becomes a thing. Um, from the music business, my wife is a blonde, by the way. Um, for those that don't know, yes, I know you know. You saw her before we left. But um, I was not going to go there, but okay. Whatever. If I, if I hadn't gone there, you would have, so cut the shit. But He's right. <laughs> I know I am. So, for one, it would be, musically, it's Carrie Underwood for me. In terms of cinema, TV, magazines, whatever... I have always had a thing for Kate Upton. God really? knows, I not a bad choice. I mean, so really. she was she's a model, but didn't necessarily fit the standard toothpick model right. concept. Right. Um, very down to earth. Loved sports. Married a professional athlete, kind of thing. Uh, huge dog person. Yes, the you know this is getting real weird real fast. Kate Upton. <laughs> We're both gonna get restraining orders. <laughs> Yeah, but I know. Hopefully, she likes we get dogs. their signatures. At least. I mean, can we get the autographs to go with them? I just want. <laughs> hey, just send me the court docket I mean, after I'm it's over. I'm seriously not gonna go out. Yeah, I would go out on a date with Reba. I'd honestly, take me out for wings, please. I. It wouldn't matter. They could say, "Hey, we want to go to an all vegetarian place. Cool, I'll sit and watch you." Okay, eat. yeah, right. <laughs> I'll sit and watch you eat. I can dive into a salad <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, it's so just um, bring me a bowl okay, of lettuce. So we're here, we're here, and um, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it crazy weird. You have oh. any? Have anybody you jump the fence for? God. It, it, mm. So, and by fence, I mean anybody that he would like same sex. Correct, because so, we are equal opportunity, and I mean, and all of us have a bro crush. Or a bromance Absolutely. thing going on. I mean, go ahead. We Absolutely. Don't, y'all don't have to admit it, but we'll say it. Pretty much all of us have, and it's 
And we're not saying, yeah, we're lusting after this person. We're saying, yes, no. there's somebody that I could spend an awful lot of time with, and if they ask, maybe yes. At- <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink, and I'm not sure you'd have to get me drunk necessarily, to be perfectly honest. Uh, no, but I would, like Cardi B. I yeah. like I like money. I like writing checks. <laughs> so. Yes, there would need to be a financial transaction involved in a state that doesn't charge for that kind of thing. Um, it doesn't file charges for that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so it would need to be uh, what happens in Vegas that wouldn't stay in Vegas because I'd take my paycheck. <laughs> um, the I have one, but I'm kind of worried because of a character he played so well. I'm afraid he would want to bring some of that weird shit with him. Well, he just has to put a different number in front of the six zeros. <laughs> I think I would need more than one number for some of the stuff. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Really? And, and the character in particular, a lot of them gotta have been be that Deadpool. way. It, the way you're hesitating, it's got to be Deadpool. So there's the Deadpool side of it, there's the Van Wilder side of it, and then there's the waiting side of it. Yeah. Those wow. three entities yeah. of that Ryan would... Reynolds... While oddly similar... That would have to be a paid-for transaction. Are are equally as scary as to what could happen. That would definitely have to be a... Yeah. So... That would be one of those cases of you sold that car for $25 million, yes. But if there's anybody that could warm me up to the idea... And again, I'm not opposed to it. Do whatever makes you happy. Okay? (laughs) I would never say I'm opposed to the idea. Not my choice. To each their own. But... If there were somebody who would need to, like, if I were, there were hesitation, like, I'm, I want to experiment, I want to try. If there were anybody that could walk me to the edge and then shove me off, it's that, that guy. That would be him. Because he's just going to be fun to hang out with. Yeah. You know well, what I'm that's... saying? Like, if there's somebody who could take the guard down, it would be Ryan Reynolds for well, me. You know, with his I, sense of humor and the way he carries himself. We've actually said that watching movies and shows. It's like, Wow. I wonder if they would be that much fun to hang out with. Yes. As they absolutely. have been in this role. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, I use the term jump the fence. We're talking hypothetical. But, absolutely. You know, it somebody that you just, I mean, there's always a bro side that you absolutely. would want to go on out a date with. But I, I get that. That would be the that would be the person that by the time you realized what was going on, yep. it'd be like, yeah, and well, if it? anybody taught me into it, it'd be this guy. Like, he's the one that I feel like you could have the conversation with and be talking to, and then all of a sudden... Where's your finger? Yeah. <laughs> just, right? Hold, it just seems so disarming. Oh, the drunk in one hand, one hand's patting you on the back, and it's like, what, what's what's coming up? What's coming up down there? Right. And, <laughs> and again, there is there's no backing to the concept or anything like that. It, it's all in good fun, but it's just, I don't know. It just, he seems so easy to talk to and hang out with. If it were going to happen, it would be somebody that I would have to know and trust implicitly, and it would be in that kind of situation. Now that I have opened Pandora's box, your turn to jump in. <laughs> Thor. Absolutely. Thor. I'll say I'll say it He's quickly. straight up Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. I, Wing, yeah. Winged helmet or no? And, and here, yeah. <laughs> Bring the hammer. <laughs> Summon the lightning, because I want to fry when this is over with. <laughs> I said that a little too quick. Actually, yeah, there was but. a lot of conviction there. <laughs> well, I was sitting here thinking committed. about it because it's like I asked you the question. It's like he's gonna he's gonna turn this over on me, and I'm going through all of these <laughs> actors that are first of all phenomenal actors, yeah. and a lot of them seem like people like you said that you'd really want to hang out with. But the one that kind of tops the list, and I think it's because of the array of characters I've seen him play. Correct. The one that tops the list there is Chris Hemsworth. First of all, I just love to meet him. Uh, secondly, he can read the Z alpha, the Z encyclopedia to me because he's got an Australian accent. Believe it or not, folks, he can cover it up pretty well. Um, yeah. But I've seen him in, a, in an array of different movies. One of my favorites. And is this is going to be the one. The people that really know me, this will be the Ooh. y'all will all of a sudden, out of the blue, absolutely understand why this is the guy. He played Captain Kirk's dad. On one of the first reboots. Yes, he did. <laughs> so, I forget I mean, about he gets that. points for being Kirk's dad on a show. Right. But, so but yeah, of, I mean, he just, the, the different things I've seen him in from, from sci-fi, mm-hmm. a 15-minute role that you could say launched his career. I have seen video clips of the Australian soap operas that he was sure. in. Thor, uh, different. There's all sorts of different things that he's been in that I've had a chance to, to actually see, see his acting. And again, and I've seen outtakes. 
And it's like, really? He looks like he'd be a lot of fun to hang out with. See, one of my favorites in terms of his role, in terms of adaptability to a role, is him in one of the uh, more recent Ghostbusters movies where they just hire him to be the assistant and he's an idiot, but turns into, uh, spoiler alert, the villain. <laughs> well, I, just, I still haven't seen that and I'm going to, but. Oh, well. No, it's fine. You haven't gone too far. You have not gone I too just, far. I just, it's. I see, don't also, forget, there's I'm, a I'm lot of people that hate that movie, and I will stand here and say, while it is not Ghostbusters 1 and 2, it is its own entity, it is funny in its own way, and it's a fun break from what actually from, Ghostbusters should be. <laughs> from having seen the trailers only, thank you for finding an imaginative way oh, to make yeah. another sequel to a movie that's going to be very difficult to make a sequel to. Apparently the most recent one that I still and if you're not happy believe it or not if you're not happy with the with the bankroll that came with this one try it again you might succeed with the second one. We've had this conversation. Yes. But you know it like I said I haven't had a chance to watch it yet and I, I'll have to tell on myself we first of all y'all know we've just started watching Breaking Bad. Uh right. sorry we're 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 into the second season but the other day we're sitting at home, and you know it's it's going to be a chill Sunday afternoon. We're just going to chill out. Ain't got a lot to do, and we're like, okay, it's a TV day, sure. And I'm like, you want to watch a movie? You want to go to Breaking Bad? And and this is what I get from my wife. Breaking Bad is really good, but I'm not in the mood to keep up with something. Sure, totally because get I that. mean there are multiple storylines going on in that show, Food Network, and yeah, well, <laughs> that's where we go um, almost. I looked at her and I said, "You want to watch a movie?" She's like, "Yeah." So we're flipping through. We're looking. DreamWorks does a lot of CGI animated stuff. Totally, that is really good. So we go to. You know, I see this. I'm like, you know what? We watched the you know, Wizards of Arcadia, and it was a really good little three part movie mini series, is what sure. I term it. I'm like, let's watch. You know, Troll Hunter. It's from DreamWorks. It's you know Arcadia. It's the same. The, the premise will be the same. Um, we didn't know until episode like ten that there are three parts, and episode one, uh, ep- uh, part one rather, has twenty two episodes. <laughs> so we we are like ten episodes in, about ready to die to go to bed. Going, when is this movie gonna end? Note, I said, when is this movie? gonna end now we are hung up between watching breaking bad watching troll hunters and a friend of mine that i always trust his judgments like oh you need to start watching ozark i have heard i'm running out of time (laughs) i have heard so many good things about ozark yeah my buddy is really really enjoying it and another fellow i work with is watching it and the two of them are bantering back and forth and i'm like okay y'all need to quit or i need to start watching that both of them simultaneously finish breaking bad okay then you two quit talking right so, and we've talked about this, I could not finish Breaking Bad. I just, there's a lot of stuff that was a lot of fun, but at the end of the day, I just could not chase we the rabbit hole. We didn't stop because of a lull in the story or anything. We, no. We actually, we try not to get anything that's going to get us too hyped up on work nights. And I, I and what I mean by that is we really get into the movies and shows, we really pay attention and sometimes when you lay down, you know, you, you cut the show off, you go straight to bed, and your brain is just twirling, processing all of this. So a lot of times during the week, it's Food Network because we have favorites and they don't really get us hyped up. Or it's reruns of something else. Big Bang's right. one of my favorite to have on, on reruns. Oh, yes. What I call spooky TV. Travel Channel does an awful lot of paranormal stuff. I love having Ooh. that on in the background. And it, and it's and that's what it is. It's background because this is our time to play what, what few little stupid games we have on our phone. We're catching up with you know friends and stuff, and and looking at the pictures that our friends posted from vacation. We're talking to each other. We're using the TV like most people use the radio as something in the background. Yep. So it's not really something we're paying attention to. No Food Network. I don't not pay attention to your shows, but it's very easy to watch those shows. And do something else. The blonde spiky headed guy traveling all over the place in a red convertible is my favorite to both watch and have as background. And noise. I want the red convertible. Speaking You'd... of meeting people, wouldn't you love to just hang out with him for a little while? But not in a kitchen. <sighs> but not in a kitchen. I and I don't really and I can already get his list of restaurants. I just he's just one of those people that if they if they showed up at the lake, I'd probably want to hang out for a little while. So I <sighs> And I have a list from Food Network. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. There's a there's a couple. There are certain people that I feel are laid back all the time, and I just don't know if the show guy 
and the nacho guy are the same person. Well, and because we don't get to see outtakes. Right. Well, you see and some. And see, sometimes you, when you get outtakes from a movie or a show, or the gag reel, as it's called, sometimes you, can, you get an idea as to whether or not you think they would be fun to hang out with. Chris Pratt, Parks and Rec. Outtake well, I really done. figured that was a given, right? But I'm just saying, you really want an out, for, if, if if you were a, if you're a sci-fi, if you're looking for an example of uh, that, well, yeah. that's what I was I it, was alluding to. If you want a gag reel, it's a lot of fun. Sci-fi, because sci-fi has to be so serious all yes. the time. I mean, Star Trek is always so serious all the time. You got carry so you much got, pressure. You've got an android that doesn't have emotions on on one show. You've got you know a, a, a hologram on another. Uh, part series of the franchise. I mean, you've got all these people that are supposed to always be uptight and serious. The gag reel for this stuff is hilarious. Right. The gag reel for Big Bang is hilarious, Oh, too. God, yes. Oh. I could hang out with that whole cast. I, I actually watched a, uh, it was a TikTok. They were interviewing the whole cast. I think Ellen was interviewing them. Yes, that's right. And they look, they actually looked like they were having a blast with each other during the interview. And, and that's one reason I don't, I, I don't put a lot of store in these little titles you get. Oh, the stuff from behind the scenes that you didn't know. Well, I, I think you're just drumming up shit. Right. The, the the real story. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of chemistry between these people in order to make these characters happen. I right. get it that people have arguments. I get it that people don't get along 100% of the time. But I just don't think a lot of these behind-the-scene things are 100% no, true. You're hey, they might be taking it. one day and blowing it out of proportion. Um, I mean, because everybody's got a bad day every once in a while. Sure. I mean, geez, everybody's got to have a bad day. And then here, here you got people that are literally being schizophrenic on purpose because they've got this character, and a lot of them are working on commercials, and a lot of them are working on something else. And, you know, it's a 12, 15-hour day on this day for this, a 12, 15-hour day on that day for that. So, yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge tabloid fan, so to speak. So uh, to that point, if you're curious, I still stand behind the fact that you should read or listen to the audiobook of Will Smith's book. Will it will bring that concept to the forefront as you learn about Great. His something journey. else to do on the treadmill while in front of everybody talking to myself. You know that whole bad day thing you were just talking about. What's the motto? Because you never know whether someone's having a bad day. What's our motto for that moment? Don't be a dick. All right, then. <laughs> so before I trounce on you for that particular reason to start a rant, let's just finish with don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I was trying to make a joke. I don't care. All right, Maybe I was having a bad day. I'm not, but I could have been. Yeah, you never well, know. You know what? I'm going to get you a poster of Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs>